It was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirreled retelling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. You're not supposed to have it yet. We're not talking about it this week. Yeah, we're not talking about it. Okay. That's next week. Hey, if I can find the uh, beers, I will. I oh, the Game of Thrones yeah, they're like IPAs and they're terrible. No, I had the White Ale. There was the White Walker White Ale, which was good. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a new one. You know, um, Total Wine always has them. So, yeah. Total Wine? Total Wine. Oh. I have a Total Wine by the house. It's only like a 15-minute drive. I was going to say, what is Puddle Wine? Is that Puddle's Puddle Piddle wine. Pity Party Wine? <laughs> Puddle's Piddle Party. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know anything about Puddle's Piddle Party. <laughs> That sounds like a porno. That's <laughs> a completely different kind of party. <laughs> what race was it? Speaking of puddles, oh. pity party, piddle, piddle, piddle party, piddle. It's time for Podcast 42. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Nicole Fasone. JL Trose. I'm Laura. Hi, and Laura. we're back after a week Hi. off. Yay. So you know what the Wait first a minute. thing? What? I sat here, recorded an episode. <laughs> Did we release it? It the, was the JL the, solo your, hour. Your, your JL solo? No, I didn't get it. Did the computer lose it again? I think it did. I'm sorry. Rats. <laughs> was it an hour of you burping and farting into the mic? No, I was drinking, making inappropriate comments, and picking on Nicole, even though she wasn't here. Oh, so the usual. Yeah. And doing impersonations. Awesome. It was a mixtape. <laughs> well, I'm sorry we lost that. So let's open up your beer cooler. Yeah. JL So this week you're trying to kill us. What did you bring? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in my defense, I did not look at the ABV before I purchased it, but I brought from Funky Buddha Brewery their Manhattan Double Rye. It's a Special cocktail-inspired barrel-aged beer. And what's the ABV on it? 12.7. <laughs> it says, evoking the rye drink, we blend a double rye ale aged in high west rye barrels with a Belgian triple ale aged in wine barrels and then infused with herbs and botanicals. I taste the botanicals right away. I'm very excited for this, actually. I hope I hope it's good. All right. The botanicals just hit you right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just go. I just keep going. <laughs> so Jail's already doing his sly uh, Sylvester Stallone. I like to call him Sly because we're friends, and that's who we're talking about tonight, Sylvester Stallone. Yay! So we'll get back to the beer at the end of the show. See how we rate that. But right now, get out your pens and your papers, your little gummy erasers. <laughs> Your protractors and your compasses. Actually, while on vacation, I bought the flip-flop that said for really big mistakes. <laughs> Not my little gummy one, because I go through those too fast on these pop quizzes. I needed to get the you, really big eraser. You bought a shoe to erase? No, it was a flip-flop eraser. Okay, you didn't, you didn't mm-hmm. specify. I don't specify anything. You should just know what I'm talking about. All right, well, this pop quiz is called Sly and the Family Stallone. 
<laughs> or <laughs> I don't get it. It's a band. Oh, okay. Or leave Britney Stallone. <laughs> is, is there, is, <laughs> is, is, there like a Britney, is there a Britney Stallone? No, there's no. not a Britney Stallone. <laughs> oh, it's okay. from uh, Chris Scott. Yeah, yeah, it's from yeah, that yeah, YouTube, YouTube video. That you I know. Know. Leave Britney alone, but okay. I didn't know why we were. Leave Britney Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> this is five. Stop looking at me like that. This is five general knowledge facts on Sylvester Stallone in order of the easiest to the hardest to test your knowledge. Score one point for each correct answer at home. Question number one. Who did Rocky fight in Rocky 2? This is the sequel to Rocky. Hence, hence the number two behind it. And since he was a boxer, he fought people. Nicole, write down an answer. I don't, have an answer. don't just look at me smiling. I don't have an answer. Write down any answer. You've never okay. seen a Rocky movie? All right, just, no. I know Laura hasn't. I We've already had this not. discussion. I haven't. You have not seen one Rocky movie? No. There's only nine. Why does that surprise you? There, there wait, wait, wait. There are know, eight of them. But it's a sports movie. I don't. So? No. Speaking of never <laughs> seen Rocky, I have climbed the stairs. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's all that counts. Okay. Yeah, that's all Did that you count. jump, though? At the end? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And put my arms up. All right. See, even if you, without seeing the movie, you know that scene. Yeah. Question number two What restaurant is Sly a part owner in? What restaurant is Sly a part owner in? I will give you a hint, Nicole. Thanks. We have one here at Disney Springs. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm going to Oh, I know, I know. I saw it <laughs> online. Okay. Hold on, hold on. That was too go. good of a hint. I know, but they got to get one right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. They're not going to get the rest of these right. <laughs> Question number three. In what film did Sylvester make his directorial debut? Debut? Debut. Um, can debut. you define that? Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's spelled debut. So I like to pronounce it as debut. Because English is fun. Right. All right. Here's a hint. It was a film. Yes. You said that in the question. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was before 1980. I was not. <laughs> it was not a porno. Question number four. Stallone played the toy maker in what children's film? Here's a hint. It's a series of children's films. About toys? No, it's not about toys at all. Actually, it has nothing to do with toys. <laughs> sure. It doesn't. I could tell you what it has to do with, but that would give it away completely. Oh, this, I don't know this at all. This uh, installment of the series had a video game in it, I believe. If I remember correctly, that was the main focus. Was a video game. What video game? It's uh like a like yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. You know what a video game is? Yes, okay. I know. <laughs> Just checking. And question number five: What was the name of the wrestler Rocky fought in Rocky Three? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> what was the name of the wrestler Rocky fought in Rocky Three? Sure. We'll have fun with this. Hint. <laughs> I know who played him. This is the third installment in the Rocky franchise, of which there's eight, which you've seen zero. So my odds are awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine too. Don't worry. All right. Question number one. Who did Rocky fight in Rocky 2? Laura? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Nicole? I said Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> JL? <laughs> 
Well, uh, JL's got to collect himself. Uh, Mike Tyson wasn't even really boxing then. No. <laughs> Wait, you could have at least went with somebody like George Foreman, and I could have. No, that's what I was changing number five to because I put oh. Mike Tyson again. It's fine. <laughs> if he was boxing, he was just starting out. Don't worry, he just started out with his grill at that point. Oh, wait, what is? His but name? the answer is Apollo Creed. Cool, sounds good. Hold on, wait. I'm trying to think of the other guy's name. I have Mr. T. You said Rocky Two, right? Yeah. No, Clubber Lang was Rocky Three. Apollo Creed was the rematch in, in Rocky, Rocky two. two. Do I have misinformation? Yeah. All right, we'll go with Turn you. to Google. That's Anybody? where I got this from. Well, what, maybe what your maybe Google was, was wrong. Rocky <laughs> 3. Oh, I'm going to put that down. Mr. T. Now I got number five right. All right, everyone gets a point for that. Yes. <laughs> Question number two. What restaurant is Sly a part owner in jail? Planet Hollywood. Nicole? Morimoto. Morimoto? <laughs> <laughs> The sushi place. I'm pretty sure I read that online. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I could totally Iron <laughs> Chef, the sushi place. Okay. <laughs> so glad I wasn't drinking right there. Laura. I also put Planet Hollywood. Okay. I, but it, before you gave me my hint. I thought hint, you were going to say, I also put Morimoto. <laughs> no. Before you gave me your hint, I put Papa John's. Papa John's. <laughs> I like that answer, though, Laura. That's too well, bad because Papa John's is actually correct. Well, I scratched it out and put Planet Hollywood. Well, you got it wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's Planet Hollywood. Him, Schwarzenegger. Oh, no. Who's the third owner? Was it Willis? Willis, Willis, yeah. and, and Stallone. One yeah. of them isn't part of it anymore. I think it's Bruce Willis. I think they kicked Bruce Willis out of it. Probably because he he's an ass. I think that was the reason. Yeah. Used to be one of my favorite actors till I found out what an ass he is. Well, that's because he told you that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It is. It's no. a Bruce Willis movie. Right, but you got to take that in the context of where he nope, said it. I don't care. He said it he is said not. He said it at his roast for himself. And the producer said it was a Christmas movie. Who also care. wrote it? Not a Christmas movie. Question number five. What was the name of the wrestler Rocky fought in Rocky Three? You just skipped three and four. Oh no! Yeah, question four. No, three. three. They got me all confused. Listen, maybe you shouldn't drink the twelve How much baby beer. Drink beer. I drank four bottles. <laughs> question three: In what film did Sylvester make his directorial debut? Nicole. Rainbow. Rainbow. Sure. The famous movie Rainbow. Rambo. Oh, Rambo. <laughs> I liked your idea for Rainbow. <laughs> Rambo that was released way after Rocky. Uh, Laura. I put Rocky. Rocky. JL. I put Rocky 2. Rocky 2. It's Paradise Alley. He directed Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what we were doing. He wrote it, too. He d- His first His director- de- directorial debut was with Paradise Alley in 1978. I felt it was a trick. No, no tricks. No tricks in this quiz. Except for for skipping numbers. Question four. Stallone played the toy maker in what children's film, Jail? The Wizard. Nicole? I, You know, I don't know, because then you said it was a series. Like, I put down a movie, and it's not a series. I put Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. I don't know. Well, and you told me it was a series, and one was about a video game. Uh I went with Jumanji. Jumanji. Yes. Do two movies make a series? Yes. What? No. They're making a third one. <laughs> oh, a series. Do two movies that took, what, 30 years in between to make them? Doesn't matter. The Rock's going to be in it again. I actually like Jumanji, too. I don't want to admit it. I did it, as I well. Did. It was, I really it liked was, it too. was very entertaining That's because The Rock holds everything up. I wanted to hate it. And him so and Kevin strong. Hart work really well together. No, I thought the whole movie was great. 
Just well, the Rock. Besides The Rock, who is not in this episode, it was Spy Kids 3D. Oh, that's oh. right. Oh. Spy Kids 3D. No, I don't think I've seen Spy Kids. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've seen any Sylvester Stallone movie except for Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Which you've seen I 412 times. That is correct. And he was only in Guardians 2, not the first one. Well, you one. missed it. We watched Guardians 2 yesterday, so I'm up to 413 times. Okay. Question number five. What was the name of the wrestler Rocky fought in Rocky 3, Laura? Mr. T. Mr. T. <laughs> Nicole? I said Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. <laughs> Now, we did an episode on Chris Jericho. Do you remember ever talking about him working with Stallone? Oh, wait, what's the only wrestler name that has stuck because it's the most recent one that we did? What is the, what is the guy who's now You would now think an that actor? the person who played this character, name? you would know. What is the wrestler who's now an actor? Yeah, not Channing Tatum. Which one? Like, there's 12 of them. Uh, Channing, no, Channing Tatum, Tatum wasn't a wrestler. No, I said Beautiful. not Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is the other one that looks like Channing Tatum? Dave Batista. What? No. no, um, uh, you can't see me. Yeah. John Cena? Cena? Yeah, him. No, that's wrong. Oh. <laughs> Thunderlips. Thunderlips is correct. Played by Hulk Hogan. Thunderlips. That's who I was thinking about. The guy with the blonde hair. Thunderlips, the <laughs> ultimate male. Hulk against Hogan Rocky, does not look like the Channel ultimate <laughs> meatball. No. no, I was trying to think of of a old wrestler, and all I could think of was the guy with the blonde hair, but I couldn't think of his name. Mr. T does not look like Channing. <laughs> no, Mr. He T looks nothing like Hulk Hogan. No, I had originally wrote Mike Tyson again because you know how villains go through the movies. What? Nothing. Do you know how villains go through the movies? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like sometimes the this villains is. love going Listen, to the movies. No. There is two movies where they we're talk during Thanos. the movies. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. They spoil the movies by right. telling you the ending. You know, why, guys? <gasps> you know who also spoils movies? <laughs> Laura. She likes to spoil. She likes to tell you who dies right before they die. I just wanted to prepare you. And that's why I didn't watch Lion King the first time with Laura. Guess who's not going to see Endgame with Laura, or who's going to be sitting in a different row than Laura? Guess who's really excited to see the live-action Aladdin? Just why? Because it's going to look so how good. Do we, how do we go from Endgame to that? Because you were talking <laughs> about see, you were talking about seeing because the Lion King with Laura, and I just thought we'd segue yes, into Yes, I don't new need movies. to be reminded when Mufasa's going to die. Sorry, spoiler alert for a twenty-five-year-old movie, but I don't need to be re- reminded when Mufasa's going to die. Oh, you're going to get hate on Twitter now. Good. <laughs> Finally. Somewhere else besides this show. <laughs> <laughs> so the sources for this script were from Wikipedia, of course. YouTube, biography.com, and JackieStallone.com. And behind the music. We no, are behind down. the music. <laughs> I still like saying behind the music every time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll add behind the music in. All right, take us off, Nicole. Michael Sylvester Gardenzio Stallone was born in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of Manhattan, New York, on July 6, 1946. Stallone is an actor who is best known for portraying two heroic characters, boxer Rocky Balboa and Vietnam War veteran John Rambo. He was the elder son of Francesco Frank Stallone Sr., a hairdresser and beautician. You want a good haircut at a good price? Huh? Do you? Then you come to Stallone's Hair and Machine Gun Palace. For five bits, you get a shave, haircut, and a coupon for 10% off an M60. We call it the Rambo Slambo. I love the Rambo Slambo. I get that all the time. That's what she said. Oh, my. Hi, Nicole's mom. His mom was Jackie Stallone, an astrologer, dancer, and promoter of women's wrestling. Let me give you a reading theory. Oh, mom, 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 mom. 
Oh, uh, my fall asleep over here. How about me going? Listen, you can't see your future unless you can't, okay? Well, I see your future, and in your future, you will yeah, be going. Yeah, chanting sly, sly, sly. That's uh, what they said all the time, you know? In your future, you'll be going to the movies. <laughs> the critical degrees deem it so. And what movies will you be seeing, you ask? Rambo 10, 11. Uh, probably not Jackie. And his younger brother is actor and musician Frank Stallone. My song Far From Over was featured in the 1983 film Staying Alive. You know the one with John Travolta before he became a cult Scientologist space alien and was still relevant? The song got to number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> I don't know what, wait, that's, that's, that's <laughs> That was a redneck. Hold on. That was a redneck. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Frank got to be a redneck. I don't know how that happened. They start off so well. My song, Far From Mover. My song, Far From Mover. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Frank's a redneck. What can I say? Just, Frank's a redneck. Go I for think it. you're cut Ooh. off, Chris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, is that too bad? Hey. Those rambo slabos. Hey, my song "Far From Over" was featured in the 1983 film "Staying Alive." You know, the one with John Travolta before he became a cult Scientologist. Does that still sound like a redneck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, move on. <laughs> He's going to be a redneck. Bershong, <laughs> far from All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. Frank received a Golden Globe as well as a Grammy nominations for the song. <laughs> the highlight of my career. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> was appearing on the all the true tv presents world's dumbest like world's dumbest criminals world's dumbest truck drivers world's dumbest sports ball athletes <laughs> these are the highlights Can of his career yeah. world's dumbest sports ball <laughs> athletes world's dumbest dummies you get the picture yeah we get the picture there were complications during sylvester's birth the obstetricians misused two pairs of forceps accidentally severing a nerve in his face this caused a paralysis which made the lower left side of his face paralyzed including parts of his lips tongue and chin uh, yeah no worries i turned into my signature snarl and slow you know i make paralysis sexier The Stallone family moved to Washington, D.C. in the early 1950s so that Frank Sr. could open a beauty school. Sr. here. I don't want you to get confused because Sly and I sound the same, even though I have no paralysis. You know, beauty school in D.C. was a thing, and I was just the man to make it happen. I knew hair, I knew nails both on fingers and for wood, and I knew lipstick. I was an expert at lipstick and eyeshadow. I did not understand foundation, though, unless you're building a skyscraper or laying the groundwork for a complicated character in a novel. Then, in 1954, his mother Jackie opened a women's gym named Barbella's. I predicted the gym would do well because it was built when Aries was rising and Scorpio was in the first house. Plus, when I was a kid, world-famous bodybuilder Charles Atlas Lived with his family and trained us in gymnastics. Oh, he lived with my family. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which could have also been his family. Uh, I don't know. That was family, my. That was your family. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could have lived with his family, but he lived with your family. You told him, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Frankie Jr. then will go on. I spent most of my summers in Georgia. <laughs> I, think, that singing career. I think you spent most of your summers a little further south than that. Anyways. South America. <laughs> Not that south. Oh, uh, Key West. <laughs> You may think this is one of those Podcast 42 made-up things to be funny, but no. It's on my website, JackieStallone.com. Seriously, go visit it. Uh, we kind of had a rough childhood, Frank Jr. and I. Yeah. That's because I made him go live in the South yeah. without you. Key West. Yeah, it took a toll on us emotionally and academically. Clearly. Dad would get so angry at Mom sometimes, he would throw <laughs> lipsticks at her, and sometimes the lipsticks were open. Sylvester spent some time in foster care. But sometimes then- the lipsticks were open. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Sylvester spent some time in foster care. <laughs> That's because they got hit with those open lipsticks, and they all thought it was blood, but really it was just a different shade. Yeah, you got a dent in your cheek there from the lipsticks. No, that's just bad plastic surgery at this point. But then he stayed with his father after his parents' divorce in 1957. Sylvester soon began his academic career of being expelled from school after school. I tried my best with Sylvester. I made sure his hair was top-notch, and he had no lipstick on his collar, and his shoes were always shined. My, my shoes were the best shine in the state. If they had a school subject for shiny shoes, I would have gotten it there. I, I didn't have shiny shoes. I had the leftover shoes from Sly, and that was hard because he was a size 9 and a half, and I was a size 11. I walked like Frankenstein for like four years. That's how we got his name, Frank. Mm-hmm. Mostly because the lipsticks were open. Several years later, Stallone would go live with his mother and her second husband, Anthony Anthony Felitti. Is Felitti? Yeah. In Philadelphia. No idea. He attended a special high school for troubled youth there. I remember. I was walking around before I was rule. Maybe we were tough in trouble. Since I was rule for trouble kids, I was boy I was sweat a lot in school, so I bad it served a trio purpose. One, look tough. Two, blend in. Three, catch sweat. On his next go-around... I caught sweat. He attended the American College in Switzerland, where he it's was... called Switzerland. ...where he would study drama. Hey, hey, teach. Have fun. Hey, hey, yeah. Teacher. Yeah, yeah. You know me? Yeah, I remember Sylvester. Yeah. He was a good drama student. Whenever a sad scene happened in a play, he would cry and scream, Adrian! Over and over. And then he would tie a bandana around his forehead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because remember, I swell a lot. Stallone then went to the University of Miami to continue his drama education. He decided not to finish school and instead moved to New York City to pursue an acting career. Uh, I did all kinds of jobs in New York. I cleaned up the lion's cages at the Central Park Zoo. I shared a movie theater and then I made some porn. Stallone made an appearance. No, 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 I, I made some porn. That's nice. I made an appearance. Yeah, in an adult yeah. film called The Party at Kitty and Studs, and it was in 1970. Guess what? I Chicken was the stud. Mm. You want to be the kitty? No. Hey, Nicole. No. Hey, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I just, hey, you know, having flashbacks. Hey, brother, you got sidetracked there. I did. I, uh, I did. Oh, I did. sidetracked. Poor. I did. I remember that time I was stud. Yeah, I did that film out of depression after being bounced out of my apartment and finding myself homeless. 
I was li- I was sleeping in a New York City bus station in the middle of winter. That sounds pretty depressing to me. Nicole. It was. It was pretty depressing. I was needed to do the movie or rob someone because I was at the end, the very end of my rope. Instead of doing something <laughs> desperate. I worked two days for $200 and got myself out of the bus station. Stallone I went has, to the airport. Stallone has called the film horrendous and has said... You know, about this, uh, the movie was almost qualified for a PG rating. Let me go over a few lies so you can see how bad it was. No, 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 no. No need to do that. Uh, I feel like I about how bad it was. Maybe they won't try no, to do it. No, well, if you must, Shelly, <laughs> let me just grab my noise-canceling headphones and turn up the volume on. So oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah that, you just wave at me when I you're done. done. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, Stolly. You're <laughs> done? Oh, baby. Yeah, that was quick. Oh, baby. Stallone yeah, yeah, managed. right? To get a few <laughs> uncredited parts in Woody Allen's Bananas and Clute, both in 1971. He eventually landed a bigger role as playing a tough guy in the 1974 independent film, The Lord of Flatbush. Uh, let me hear with some of the lives of Lords of Flatbush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you there, right? <laughs> you see how I did that? Yeah, it was still really short. Oh, anyway, yeah. it was around this time that Stallone married Sasa's check. Jack? Zach? Zach. 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 It's Zach. The C's silent. Zach. I had my own acting career, just so everyone knows. I was in the movies Long Lost Love, Love of Life, Love My Life, I Love Love, 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 the sequel to Love, 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 which was Love, 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 Deuce. Besides acting, Stallone had an interest in writing. He wrote a screenplay about a small-time boxer that gets a supremely rare chance to fight a heavyweight champion. I had a hard time coming with the name of the boxer. At one or more times, his name was Craggy or Jaggy or Flinty, but none of those fit. I finally came up with the name Rocky. He wrote the screenplay for Rocky in three and a half days, inspired by championship match between Muhammad Ali and Chuck Wepner that took place at Rickfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio on March 24th, 1975. I didn't know, wait, I didn't know Judge Wapner was also a boxer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he was before. And did you know that he called the ring the people's ring? Really? Yeah, that was the inspiration for the people's court. Oh. If you remember, Wapner was like 85 when he did the People's Court. Well, yeah, but I just what? knew we had to watch Wapner. Yes. What? We could not break that cycle. No, get your nope. underwear from Kmart. Yep. <laughs> I am the greatest boxer of all time, and I inspire the greatest boxing movie of all time. I remember ITKO Wepner in the 15th round. I also remember going to the ice cream with several unicorns and Howard Cosell dressed in drag afterwards. But you know... Sometimes a couple hits to the head messes you up your memory. Well, to be honest, that match never really inspired me. I was a fan of Rocky Marciaro and Joe Frazier. You know those guys? Real stand-up boxes. Chuck Wepner here. I have to say my lawsuit that I sort of won with underclosed amount says otherwise. United Artists like Stallone's script. They wanted to cast a well-established star in the roles such as Robert Redford, Burt Reynolds, or James Caan. I insisted I betrayed the title care with my help. I have forgiven myself. I had a film become obsessed with somebody else in the lead. Stallone went as far as to issue an ultimatum. I said, do I make this movie without me? <clears throat> Don't push it. Don't push it. Or I'll give you what you won't believe. Let it go. Let it go. I can't dun dun anymore. Let uh, it go. Let it go. go. Um, something about a door. Here uh, I am. 
am. Here I am. It's here I stand, guys. Here I stand. Here I stand, guys. In the ring. No, 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 no. I am. Hey, Sasha. Sasha, you got this. You got this. Sasha. I got this. Are you done? Well, I know it only it takes you like three seconds. And, oh. and look where that got us. Yeah, because I was preggers at the time, oh. and we had no money in the bank. And I just wanted him to sell the script so we could feed the baby in my belly. I said to him, Sly, honey, baby needs broccoli. I crave broccoli so much with that child, and broccoli was not cheap. I don't know why all of a sudden I got like real <laughs> ghetto in there. What? What did you say? <laughs> I got real ghetto in the middle of that. Okay. I like, uh, just feel a craving for some broccoli right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for some broccoli right now. All right. I don't hear you. I want to go eat broccoli. What? <laughs> I said, why want to go eat broccoli? <laughs> broccoli was not cheap. And no, I it wasn't. I would walk around the house just chanting broccoli, broccoli, sell the damn script, broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? You brought the wrong beer. You both have had the exact same amount of this beer, and you are like twisted. Jail, did you finish your first highlight at no, least? No, no. but did you finish your first highlight? No. No? You still got left? I'm halfway through the other beer, though. Oh, And my. I'm about halfway through the highlight. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be giggling like these two one. by the end of the just, script. Yeah. Let's go with uh, sell the damn script. Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sell the damn script. <laughs> Broccoli. <laughs> Are we going with that? Yeah, go. Yeah, I'll just cut the towel. You can't laugh at the end. Okay. Broccoli. I'm <laughs> supposed to be chanting. That's not chanting. That's like Broccoli. something in a demon. Broccoli. 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 All unusable, but we'll keep it in. It's usable. Please. Producers Erwin Winkler and Robert Chardoff's contract with the studio enabled them to greenlight the project if the budget was kept low enough, so they took a chance on letting Stallone play the lead. Irving here. It wasn't so much as we let him play the lead, it was more the fact that he tied us to a chair and kept showing us the party at Kitty and Studs over and over again, sort of like they did in A Clockwork Orange. Well, I mean, at least it was a short video to have to watch. Although Chardoff and Winkler... 45 minutes. No, it was not that long, I'm sure. Uh, Chardoff and Winkler were enthusiastic about the script that had trouble casting other major characters in the story. Real-life boxer Ken Norton was initially going to play the role of Apollo Creed. Norton had fought Muhammad Ali three times and was whom Creed was loosely based upon. I am the greatest. I remember those fights. I danced like a butterfly. I stung like a bee. And then I had a tea party at the White House with a bunch of bees and butterflies dressed in tie-dye tuxedos. But once again, that memory may be fuzzy. Norton eventually pulled out of the role, and it went to Carl Weathers. Carrie Snodgrass was originally chosen to play Adrian, but a money dispute got her dismissed. I wanted $40 trillion. Susan Sarandon auditioned for the role, but was thought to be too pretty for the character. So they settled on homely Talia Shire. What? That's so mean. That's how she was described. Is it Talia or Talia? Is it Talia? Mm. I don't know. Talia. You get to decide, Talia. All right. Well, Talia. Talia here. And hey, watch it. <clears throat> that's not nice. 
Now, excuse me while I go back laying in this pile of dirt. Because of the film's low budget, members of Stallone's family filled minor roles. His father is seen ringing the bell to signal the start and end of a round. I was so good at this. I'm a method actor, you know. I didn't even use a real bell. I just went ding, ding, ding with my mouth. <laughs> his brother, Frank, plays a street corner singer, and his first wife, Sasha, plays a stills photographer. Wait, what do you mean his first wife? Ah, uh, yeah, well, Rocky was released in 1976 and became a critical and commercial hit. The film went on to earn 10 Academy Award nominations, including nods for Best Actor, Director, and Picture. Despite being up against Taxi Driver, All the President's Men, and Network... And they had a lot of men. <laughs> it nabbed the Oscar and earned over $117 million at the box office. The film has spawned seven sequels. Can we still go back to the part and revisit where you called me his first wife? Not really. We don't have time. Shortly before marrying his second wife, the Amazonian-like Bridget Nielsen. Hello, I'm Bridget Nielsen. I was a model and an actress, but I was tall and broad. Some people thought I was very manly at some angles. In 1982, Stallone struck box office gold with another franchise, Rambo. Uh, yeah, I played John Rambo, a disenfranchised troubled Vietnam vet who ends up going to war with the police and was mauled out after being mistreated by the authorities. I wore a bandana for this movie because Rambo was a badass, and I swear what. It was based on the 1972 <laughs> novel First Blood by David Morrell. Hi, David Morrell here. You want to hear something funny? I chose the name Rambo after the Rambo apple. <laughs> so funny. I found these apples in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Do you know these apples are named for Peter Gunnarsson Rambo, who sailed from Sweden to America in 1640s? Yeah, it's true. It's true. The name Rambo was likely a shortened form of Ramburk, which is a hill on the Hisnagen Island in Gothenburg. I'm just making up these pronunciations. I know. Where Peter Gunnarsson was born. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, okay, that's great, David. No, there's yeah. more, there's more. Mm -hmm. I thought its pronunciation was similar to the surname of Arthur Rambard, mm -hmm. who wrote A Season in Hell. Yeah, okay, that's no, enough. No, furthermore, no, Arthur J. Rambo, Rambo was an actual U.S. soldier All right, Vietnam. yeah, now stop it now. Oh, sorry. Okay, when the movie was in pre-production, the producers first considered Steve McQueen, but then rejected him because they considered him too old to play a Vietnam veteran from 1975. Gene Hackman and Robert Duvall were both considered for Sheriff Teasel, while Lee Marvin turned down the part of Colonel uh, Trotman. Kirk Douglas was hired, but just before shooting began, Douglas quit the role of Colonel Trotman over a script dispute. I wanted the film to end as the book did with Rambo and Teasel fatally wounding each other, and Trotman fishing Rambo with a kill shot that's sitting with the dying Teasel for the sheriff's final moments. I sort of didn't realize we would have a hundred sequels for the time. After Rock Hudson turned down the role due to heart surgery, Richard Crena, 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 Richard Crena was hired as a replacement. The role of Trotman became his most famous role, and his performance earned him uh, received critical praise. Even though, are you going to talk about apples again? Because that is not happening. No, 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 no. I was going to say that even though that various scripts had been adapted from my book, it was only when Stallone decided to become involved with the project that it finally brought, was brought into production. Oh, okay. Well, 
Thank you. That was a very nice. The Rambo Apple has a greenish yellow skin. You see, get out, get out. Oh, sorry. Okay, Stallone rewrote the script to make the character of John Rambo more sympathetic. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) it took you a while to get back in because she kicked you out, right? Yeah, well, I thought it was jail for some reason, but hey, (laughs) hey, I'm back. I'm back. Don't worry about me. I had Rambo killing everyone and everything, but Stallone decided that Rambo does not directly cause the death of any police or National Guardsmen. I guess if you're trying to win an audience over, that might be okay. Stallone would end up doing an estimated seven revisions of the script, but it paid off as, once again, Stallone struck box office gold and spawned another franchise with five movies total. For his next project, he stayed behind the scenes writing and directing Staying Alive in 1983. Yeah, John Travolta here. First things first, I want to thank you, Zeno, for all the money he has taken from me. And secondly, even though Staying Alive did not do as good as Saturday Night Fever, yeah, it was a great movie. I was still in it, and I was incredible. One last thing, happy birthday, L. Ron Hubbard. Stallone tried comedy next, yeah. starring roles opposite Dolly Parton in Rhinestone in 1984. Hey, sugar, Dolly here. Rhinestone is not the best movie of my career. Go see 9 to 5 or Best Little Horror House instead. Jolene, 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 Jolene. Yeah, she was like a rhinestone cowboy in that. Several yeah. more movies came and went with not much fanfare for Stallone, including Oscar, Demolition Man, John, uh, Judge Dredd, and Daylight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Demolition Man was great. Wesley I- Snipes was in that. That was a good movie. I like the remake of Judge Dredd, the one with Stallone. Islands in the stream, that no. is what we are. No. Uh, yeah, Dolly, you know, I mean, you gotta remember it was a remake, so I wasn't in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it probably would have been better. I mean, you know, especially when you sing it at all. I mean, you got that nice singer voice, and you're so pretty, you know, with that hair. But um, you're being pretty high on me, you know, it's just not nice, so can uh, you line up a bit, you know? Oh, bless your heart, sugar. But when the Beverly Hillbillies movie made more money than that dud we did together, you know it's no garden of roses. Play a song for me, Applejack, Applejack. Stallone would have many box office ups and downs, including Copland, Get Carter, Driven, and Shade. It wasn't until 2006 when Stallone returned to the boxing ring that he found huge success again. And I will always love you. Rude? really, just truthful. You see, the former heavyweight champion, long retired, you know, than me. I mean, I was retired for a little bit, but because the movies weren't that good. But. Decides to go for one more big fight, yeah? Things really get out so out for me about her and you go. And I have a lot of time for introspection. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of bittersweet, yeah? That's why I wanted to write this film. If I hadn't cranked it out, film a very successful boy, you know, I probably would have done this one, you know? I mean, probably get another Rambo or something, you know? Fans came to the movies to see Rocky's final fight, which earned more than $70 million at the box office. Stallone also brought back Rambo in for another success. It just goes to show you that Rambo is a great character. Don't say it. And a great apple. The Expendables franchise came next with the first one written by David Callaham and Stallone. 
Thank God I have subtitles for this. I feel bad for everybody listening. The film co-star Jason Statham, Jet Li, That's a name Dolph rock and roll Lundgren, Randy, move. Randy Couture, Terry Crews, Steve Austin, and Mickey Rourke, and was a commercial and critical success. Its only criticism was that it was light on plot. It was also Dolph Lundgren's first film release since 1995's Johnny Mc... Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. 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 The M is silent. I mean, you got what I was saying. Johnny Mnemonic. And it would be Steve Austin's last film until he resurfaced in 2013's He probably should have kept that as the last film, you know? Was it that? Was that it, Dolph? Did you have something more to say? Yeah. Okay, moving on. The film is about a group of elite mercenaries tasked with a mission to overthrow a Latin American dictator. Dolph, you need to stop interrupting unless you have something meaningful to add. Go Bears. As I was saying, (laughs) the movie pays tribute to the blockbuster action films of the late 1980s and early 1990s. Uh, one of your awards on my career, by the way, including honorary season award and action awards at Stockholm Film Festival. That was for, you know, my, my movie in the 70s. Right, Nicole? Stud. Stud. <laughs> I call it Icon Award at the Zurich Film Festival and I have the Lifetime Achievement Honor at the 2012 Hollywood Film Festival Awards. Yeah, now three times married. That bastard. Yeah, I know. With a former model, Jennifer Flavin. Flavin? Yeah. Flavin? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, one? Man. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the third oh, one at this oh, point. Oh, oh, oh. He had three daughters, you know? <laughs> Sophia, Sistine, and Scarlett. He had previously had two sons, Sage and Seth, with Sasa Zach. I gave that bastard the best years of my life. How many wives does he think he needs? Me too. I gave him the best years of my life as well. On July 13, 2012, Sage Moonblunt Stallone was found dead in his Los Angeles home. Sage had co-starred with his father in Rocky Five and Daylight. Stallone said of Sage's death, But it's just something. It's reality of life. I think it's important to get back and start reliving your life. Otherwise, you go into a spiral. Currently, Stallone's career is back on the upswing with hits Escape Plan, Grudge Match, and once again returning to the Rocky Saga. But this time, he trains the son of his old boxing rival, Apollo, in Creed. Stallone would go on to win Supporting Actor Golden Globe for the part and also gamered an Academy Award nomination. Garnered. 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 An Academy Award nomination. And that is <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> and his hillbilly brother, Frank. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean, oh, Frank? Yeah. Everything like that. Oh, you live in Key West. You know what I mean? It's happened. It helped with your singing voice. Mom sent me away to Key West, so I didn't know much I could do. Dad liked you best. That's why I threw lipstick at you. I know. I still got lipstick in my cheek. Yeah, he's too with the lid off. Sometimes it was open. I hated that, especially the, the red ones. Mm. They left the biggest marks. Hmm. All right, well, let's get into our fishbowl. This is additional facts. Fishbowl facts. On Sylvester Stallone, although I'm thinking about it, I think there is a repeat. But you can start us off, JL. It was your subject. A repeat? Yeah, I think there's a repeat from the script. Oh, there's a doubled. Yeah, we try not to do that, but every once in a while. Of course. It pops in there. During his childhood days, he had always dreamt of being a hero, and has even worn a superhero costume under his school uniform. Rocky was filmed in just 28 days. 
sounds oh, you about got a, right. You got a long one. I know. Stallone has said of himself, I'm not handsome in the classical sense. The eyes droop, the mouth is crooked, the teeth aren't straight, the voice sounds like a mafioso pallbearer, but somehow it all works. And that's a quote from him. Sly once also said that his interest in acting came from his efforts to get the affection of those strangers who tried to raise him as he was in foster care. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. If anybody didn't remember from the beginning of our script, I was paying attention. There you go. I would hope so. You read that. That <laughs> doesn't mean I was paying attention. <laughs> Let's be real. Because before he made Rocky, he was so desperate for money that he had to sell his pet dog for just $50. But within just a week, with the money from the Rocky script, he got his pet back, paying $3,000. Sly ended up casting him in Rocky as well. He's the little guy that tells Rocky he is short as being asked if he was deaf. What? What? <laughs> what? He is the little guy that... T- <laughs> this is what you wrote. <laughs> I think he's the little guy that Rocky tells he is as short as he is for being deaf. I don't... I can't I think that's a line from the movie, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Let me see. Just keep grasping at the air. <laughs> I read it word for word. Yeah. He's the little guy that tells Rocky he is short when Rocky asks him if he was deaf. That's how it should read. Oh. Rocky asks him if he's deaf. He says, no, I'm he's short. short. Oh, that dog could talk. <laughs> no, that was the guy who took his dog. Oh. oh. I read that wrong. Is it my turn? It's your turn. All right. Stallone made a cameo appearance in an Indian movie, Kambaka Ishk as himself in the year 2009. What was the name of that movie? Kambaka Ishk. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> Sylvester has a flair. <laughs> it's really good. It's uh, a lot of dancing in those long robe things. Um, it didn't say a Bollywood movie. Oh, that's what I saw. That's where I saw it. Okay. Sylvester has a flair for oil painting, has been creating paintings for more than 50 years. He considers Leonardo da Vinci as his personal hero. That's cool. Sylvester received an athletic scholarship for the American College of Switzerland following his graduation, where he even worked as a girls' athletic coach while studying. Oh, yeah. Well, I did that research for that movie and everything like that, you know. What? I give up. My first movie. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Stud. Well, we got some comments from the listenership. A couple phone calls. Um, One comment was from Facebook. says, Love him, thinking that his acting in Creed deserves recognition, especially as it reflects his extraordinary maturing of a character he created and developed over 40 years. And that was from Mary on Facebook. Thanks, Mary. So I think you're the only one who's seen Creed, J.O. How does it hold up to the Rockies? I love it. I think Michael B. Jordan does a great job in it. Is How it? many stairs does he climb? He doesn't need to climb stairs. He's not mimicking Rocky. He's trying to be his father. His father's Apollo. Okay. Apollo was one of the boxers that Rocky Yeah, fought. I got that. Okay. Yeah. He fought Apollo Creed, and then Rocky goes and trains his son. So does it hold up to the Rocky franchise? Is I think it, it does. <clears throat> is it better, or is it just... I think it's a great extension. Extension of it. To it, and it's a great way to keep the rocky character relevant but in a different capacity where he's not just a fighter he's now the trainer he's essentially become mickey I actually he's think essentially become luke skywalker 
No. No, he's <laughs> lasted two movies. Skywalker didn't make it through one that he was in. <laughs> he, uh, I think it's actually brilliant that he was able to keep that character alive, but change it to be believable. Like, we don't want to see Sylvester Stallone back in the ring. That just would not be. No. That would not be believable at all. We got a couple phone calls. Ooh. Yeah. Here's the first phone call. Uh, my name is Jesus Sanchez. It's tomorrow there's an appointment. What time my, my appointment for me? My phone is 3 Bye. Uh, I believe your appointment's at 3 o'clock, if I remember correctly, Mr. Sanchez. Um, yeah, <laughs> no words. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your call. Here's the second phone call. This is Bruder, the only Sylvester Stallone film that I liked was Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. But I don't like your show. I like Gravity Beard. Also, what time is my appointment? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I believe, Bruda, you were scheduled for 4 o'clock or 4.30. I'm not sure. Is there some other business you're running out of our <laughs> studio you want to tell us about? No, no, nothing, nothing at all. Oh, okay. He's but got it, a massage parlor. lights on. That's all you need <clears throat> to know. And it's totally 100% legal. Shh, okay. Sanchez, you're 3 o'clock. Bruder, I think you're 4 or 4.30. Who did you meet on this cruise? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, Bruder has really good taste in movies because <laughs> Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Come on. Classic. Yeah. What's funny is when you call the hotline, it says, this is podcast 42. Please leave your thoughts. So even if you had dialed the wrong number, why would you still think that's your appointment? Ugh, I don't. Because nobody's listening. Nobody, what did you no, say? Nobody's listening. They don't need to listen to the voicemail. They're just like waiting for the beep to go off, and then they start talking about oh, what they okay. want to go off. I was going to say, we have a rather large listening audience. Oh, no, 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 no. You're talking about when you're when they call the line, and they're leaving an appointment number. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Three o'clock, Mr. Sanchez. Dirty Sanchez, three o'clock. That's <laughs> Dirty Sanchez, three o'clock. <laughs> Well, let's open up the, uh, or let's uh, rate the beer. We've already opened it. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> and drunk it. Drunk it. Uh, what, what is this again? Funky Buddha Breweries Mixology Series, the Manhattan Double Rye. All right, Laura, what do you think? Why oh, me wait, first? What's, what's the... Uh, I went first last time. All right, Nicole, what's the rating system? The rating system is one through six. How many you drink out of a six-pack based on the taste and drinkability alone? Not considering the fact that this is 12.7% ABV. And if you drink six of them in one evening, it would be a bad night for you. So one through six out of drinkability alone. That's our rating system. Right. Did you want me to rate it first? Yes, but I'm going to rate the label a four. I like this. Only a four? I think this is a nice label. Yeah, I do too. I, nice like the, I, I really like it. Do you notice all the cherries and the design on the top too? Yeah, I mean, you six, see the detail? A six is clown shoes kind of label. <laughs> this is a, This is definitely a four. That's high up there for a label. Okay. Remember, this is how, this is out of how many labels I can look at. <laughs> <laughs> the standards. <laughs> okay. Well, well, what's what's your thoughts on the? Oh, beer? I have so many thoughts. <laughs> so it's. I was really intrigued by this when I saw what it was and what it was supposed to be by the ABV and everything. Drinking it. 
was definitely a trip. I was not sure how I felt about it. Yeah, she'd be like, out of trips, you know. <laughs> I I like it, but then I also don't like it at the same time. Wow. I, it's very it's very conflicting for me. I'm not I'm not sure. So I'm I'm gonna go I'm just I'm gonna go with the three just because I really don't know how I feel about it yet. So that's safe so middle I'll of the road. Ju- it's a safe middle of the road, more to the good side than the the bad, maybe. I don't know. We'll go with that. Three. I'll go next. Okay. Um, you can definitely taste the rye. It hits you right yeah. away. I kind of felt the same. As the first sip, I'm like, I don't know if I like this, but I kind of like it, but I, I kind of don't like it. So it doesn't taste like a beer. Like It, it kind of has a heavy taste to it. Yeah, it's very heavy. I don't think I've ever had a Manhattan. Oh, they're good. So you should. You should try I one. I can't compare the taste. Excuse me, of the Manhattan to the spear. But um, I, I think I do like it. And I'm going to go one step higher than you. I'm going to go four. Okay. That's good for you. Yeah. I'll definitely have this again. If you're going to have... Yeah. Go on. Never mind. Laura. Um, Dolly. Hey, sugar. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about it either. I can get through it better than the IPAs. Jail likes to bring every week. I haven't brought an IPA in a few weeks. Well, ugh. IPAs are gross. Memories haunting. (laughs) (laughs) No, we aren't doing beer next week. We have special. What is it again? It's a bourbon. No, we're not telling yet. Fine. Two weeks. I'm bringing an IPA. Oh, is that a threat or a promise? (laughs) No, it's just a promise. Okay. It's Devo. He gotta Um, whip it good. I guess I would give it a two. Really, a two? Yeah. What's wrong with it? I I don't know if I could just sit down and drink it. Because I don't know. It's almost gone. I feel like you've done a good job of that. Yeah, but I mean, after I finished this one and had my second one, I don't think I could have any more. Right? It's like, I'm not really sure. It, yeah. It's just like, I could drink this one and be happy. Like, I, look, I didn't even touch my sweet tea this show. Wow. Yeah. That's something to consider. It's a big deal. But I don't, I don't think I could drink more than two. Okay. Too heavy? Yeah, I think so. not right? Or Or it could still be because I'm on the ship and it's still moving and the beer mixed with that isn't so good. She's got her sea legs. Yeah. She's not ready for that Manhattan life yet. No, not yet. All right, right. beer master. I love it. Good flavor. uh, Really strong. I love the aroma you get when you open it too. You weren't kidding when you said the botanicals hit you right away because they do. Overall, I'd have to give it a five. Probably shouldn't drink five of them because it'll hit you that hard. But given the taste... And everything with it, I would give it a five. I think for not a traditional beer, that's. I think the ratings are pretty good for this one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get sixes for something. So no, it's so too rich. It's too rich. It's too strong yeah. for that. I mean, the five's the most I can go. Yeah, this is definitely not for the the purists. This is definitely for somebody who's into experimentation. It's not that ha- bad, and it's a series, so they're doing one for each season. Is it going to be different cities or different cocktails? Different, different cocktails. cocktails. Mixology. I'm it's sorry. different cocktails. Should have figured that out. Well, it shows them the on here. But what's the next one going to be? Margarita Goza. Okay. What after that? A white sangria saison. Okay. Ooh. And then a zombie ale. Ooh. Ooh. I want to see these. I would like to. I, I would go definitely back. try the. Uh, Does it say when they come out? The sangria. It one. says spring, summer, fall, winter. Is this one the spring? This is the spring. Okay. So. I'm going to try and get each one. Yeah. I feel like the So we can try and do all the seasons because I think this is a really good idea. It's a really good concept. 
and each one has a unique flavor yeah. it can bring to the table based upon a mixture. I'm sorry. I don't know about you, but I feel like the spring and the fall should be swapped. Like Manhattan Double Rye, which we've all just rated and said is a very rich, heavy type of flavor, should be fall. And the white sangria saison should be the spring. But that's the fall. Like, why Why is the lighter, fruitier drink Remember, in the fall? this is a Florida beer. So like, yeah, you no, know. but Florida doesn't have seasons. So they might as well go with everyone else's seasons in the U.S. It yeah. might have also been the way the... Burble, the bourbon aged for the barrels for the season that they're doing that's it in. possible that's very we were actually really close to funky buddha when we were going to my favorite restaurant i went to the funky buddha brewery oh um tom jenkins tom jenkins okay yes. you're on us one mm-hmm. well, cool. go tom jenkins go funky buddha <laughs> <laughs> well they're not that close oh okay oh uh, who's our sponsor jail oh sorry i was playing with the box <laughs> <laughs> today's show is sponsored by seat giant what is seat giant you may ask It's not seats that you would sell to your giant friends or giant seats that you would sell to anyone, no matter what their height is, which would be weird. But maybe you own a roadside attraction. Seat Giant is actually your new place to get great deals on tickets to concerts, sports ball, theater, and family events. Great seats can be yours to hockey, baseball, the MMA fights, or Book of Mormon, Hamilton, Chelsea Handler shows, or how about BTS, Pink, Rolling Stones, Ariana Grande, concert tickets of any kind. Seat Giants has amazing prices, a huge selection, and great customer service. Visit SeatGiant.com or SeatGiant.ca for Canadian pricing. And use the code PODCAST42, that's 42 numerically, one word, at checkout to save even more on already great deals. Use Seat Giants so you don't give away your shot. That's right. Great tickets. (laughs) Oh, my Good, good one. Was that good? That was I good. liked that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. My daughter would like that. Cool. She's into Hamilton like nobody's business at the moment. That's her new obsession. And Laura thought she didn't have a good time. Only Act One, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Jefferson is the best part of Act Two. That's true. That's true. Only the first song, though. <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? miss. I haven't seen it. I still have to see. I know, 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 I know. I haven't seen it either. It's on my list to see that and Book of Mormon. I have a whole list of things. Book of Mormon, Dear Evan Hansen. I love Book of Mormon. I'm going to see Dear Evan Hansen. Really? Yeah. I'm jealous. I want to go. You know what I'm excited to see next year? What? Mean Girls. Yes, I would love to see that. I'm making everybody who goes with me, we're going to wear pink. Yeah. Are you going on Wednesday? Yes, that's my plan. We're going to go on a Wednesday and we're going to wear pink. And if they don't wear pink, I'm just going to look and be like, you can't sit with us. So the theater is getting just as bad as Hollywood. Why? We're we're not doing anything original. We're just yeah. rehashing. Uh, yes, yes. We rehashed. Disney's rehashed all their productions. Yeah. I mean, mean they just, just come out with Frozen. Rehash. Um, Legally Blonde was turned into a musical. Hairspray. There's a ton of them. But can we not put down what I think will be the Best rehashing musical. What? 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 Beetlejuice. 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 It's still in the rehash. Uh, is it going to be as good as Spider Man? <laughs> no, because Spider Man was awful. Like I think. <sighs> What's the name? It got canceled right away because there were injuries. I think hairspray. But that doesn't make it awful. No, it I just think it canceled. It got postponed. Think, yeah. Listen, but not, this is the problem because Marvel superhero people are not going to see Broadway shows. That's not true. That's I'm not a Marvel superhero person. Okay. 
and I go see Broadway. You're the exception. You're not the rule. No, no, I, I don't. No, I, I think. Come yeah. on, I would totally go see Spider-Man sing with great responsibility. Comes, you know. <laughs> Great power. With great power. Yeah, that. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like two Manhattan double rise in. (laughs) Clearly. I mean, sometimes it works. I wasn't putting down Beetlejuice because I actually think Hairspray the musical is better than Hairspray the movie. I love Hairspray the musical. The straight up movie. Is it because John Waters isn't in it? No, it's because it's such a beautiful message and the music is great. Yeah, hello Baltimore. Well, the original, the original Hairspray. Good morning, Baltimore. Whatever. The original Hairspray has the same message. It yes. just has no music. Well, it's like the producers. Right. With the producers on Broadway was originally a movie and it was not a musical. It's See, about. I've only the, seen the musical. But I, I think. Don't, I don't think the I musical go back and watch is the oh, straight you could. movie. It was really no, funny I because think, it was with, uh, what's his name? Gene Wilder. But I, I think that the music producers, the musical is far better than the movie. Yes. I'm just saying. And I feel the same with Hairspray. We I feel like Hairspray the musical is Original better. stuff. Take a chance. Be a Hamilton. Take a chance. Do something new. Dear Evan Hansen all. is new. And I don't know that one. Well, you said you were going to see it, didn't you? No, no that no, was J.L. That was J.L. You're going to see it. Dear Evan Hansen is new. What's that about? Um, social media and social anxiety and trying to fit in and trying to feel like you're accepted in this crazy messed up world. That's new. So it's Hamilton? No, it's no. not Hamilton. No. <laughs> Did you know Hamilton was about the Civil War? Was it? Yeah. No. You know, the great <laughs> the great war between America and England. Oh, I remember that. So yes. War. <laughs> <laughs> My God. And if you don't remember that Civil War, <laughs> then and you if- need to revisit episode, was it Conan? It was yep. Conan. Episode was Conan. 90, yeah. Conan O'Brien. And you can learn all about the Great Civil War yeah. of America versus Great Britain. <laughs> yes. And if you'd like to uh, give Podcast 42 a history lesson, why don't you just call us up? Our phone number is 813-708-9717. So call us, give us a history lesson. Call it, you thought I just memorized it? I was looking up at the poster going, it's not on there. <laughs> no, next next iteration of that poster will go on there. Um, yeah, call us up. If we usually post about what topic we're going to record about, so we love to hear your comments and voicemails, please, because I'm tired of hearing Gruder. Bruder. 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 No wonder he hates our oh show. My God. He probably doesn't know name. my name. He hates now our show Now if he hears so this much. show, he's going to be like, she doesn't know my name. All of our names and every episode number. And what but he done. said he hates our show, so I don't think so. I know that he downloads the Pink episode. You know? Show. How do you know? The Pink At episode? Pink Floyd episode show. Oh. Be- At least 12 times because I get those stats. Oh. I want to see We're those We're just going to guess that that's Bruder <laughs> because who else is downloading Pink Floyd? My mom. <laughs> All the time? That's her, is that her favorite episode? Must be. Does she delete it and then re-download it? <laughs> Must do it. Okay. That's weird. Um, so if you want to see what topics we're going to be talking about in the future, you can go to our Facebook group, the official Podcast 42 show group, Facebook page, whatever wording it is. You just t- type in the first part and you'll find us. Um, it will. you'll find it. You will have to request to be added to the group and seek approval, but we approve everybody. Just post funny memes about pop culture, get discussions about stuff going. Uh, it's a lot fun environment. You can email us at podcast42show at gmail.com. Remember, anytime you type in podcast42, you're writing the numbers for two. 
You can subscribe to our Patreon page and get exclusive content such as past scripts, past sound checks, outtakes, fun bonus episodes that are no longer published, like food tastings and stuff like that. Uh, to listen to Podcast 42, find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Spreaker, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And we are proudly, happily uh, a part of the Podfix Podcast Network. Go Podfix! Yay! Or Podchris. Podchris Pod Network, Network, as we like to talk about. Lots of Chris's on the network. All right, any There is thoughts? only one. He just has multiple shows. We all know it. He's a busy guy. He is. Anything else? Final thoughts? Um, final. Um, really, beer selections would be great. It's sometimes difficult to figure out what beer to get for a show. So any selections, suggestions would be great at times. Especially since we've done probably nine. This is now what, 91? So many. There's been some double beers. So. I know there has, but I'm just saying like for like set episodes that we have up there right now. Uh, I think this is 92 or 91. Yeah. So we've done quite a lot. And a couple doubles. I would say we've probably done 96 beers. Yeah. That's and probably it's, safe. Damn. It's, it's tough trying to remember sometimes which beers we've done and which ones we haven't. So if you have a select suggestion for any type of beer that you would like to see us try, if I can get it, I will. Yeah. So Although that's please. on our uh, WordPress page. Yes. Podcast42show.wordpress.com. Yeah. To go see all of our beers and beer ratings. Why is that not on my list? It's not yeah. on my prep list. Uh, it should probably should be on the prep it list. It should probably be can on I the prep list. Can I get that list like actually printed? Uh, yeah, I can print that out for you. That'd be great. Yeah. Right. Well, I need you to work on something. Well, who are you? I am Christopher DeVos. I'm Nicole Fasson. <laughs> Adrian. Adrian. I'm Laura. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Oh, my God. Still with that? Yes. Oh, okay. Great. I hope it stays forever. It will. Forever and ever. Forever. Adrian! All celebrity voices have been impersonated poorly. All conversations may or may not be 100% accurate as well. We have attempted to provide you with the facts as best to our knowledge with the help of a case of fear, some old man that tells stories down by the river, Wikipedia, and old homemade YouTube documentaries. Do not use anything you heard in this show to write a book report with. You will get a bad grade. A really 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 bad grade. Just like all of our hosts did when they were in school. Music was provided by Kramo. You can find more of his tunes at Kramo.com. This has been a Podcast 42 production.
Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com. Mountains here. Yeah. Yeah. You, ne you never had a problem with fame, celebrity thing, success? Mm. Of course. I think when you're an aggressive young man and your entire life has been... Tough. People say, no, yes, tough. No, no, you're never going to make it. You're, you know, your mouth is crooked, your voice is too deep, your eyes, everything is wrong. And then you do make it. What happens, you overreact. And now it's like, I told you. I'm this, I, 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 you know, too much pride, too much machismo, mm -hmm. too much everything. Ego. Yes, because you've been down so long so, yeah. and you proved it. So that's the big danger. Whereas you should be just humble, be quiet. But I didn't, you know. It and took so, you time. Yeah, yeah, it was. So now I've learned. When I look at my old interviews, well, what do you think? I want to get into a time machine, go back and punch myself. <laughs> like Rocky. I, I, I go, shut up. But you've always been this tough. I mean, are you a tough guy? Um. Yeah. 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 Always. But, but Since not, you were not, little. But not in the sense there are many men much tougher than me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. real tough guys okay i think where i'm tough is is uh interior wise yes really really tough because uh, you have to be uh, to succeed in the arts i'll bet you that the greatest artists in the world you'll never see because they're so sensitive and the rejection so difficult they leave they quit they go back home they become a farmer they become whatever they get married so to be an artist today, when you see someone successful on screen, you have to realize that person is tough inside because mm -hmm. they took 20 years of rejection, rejection, rejection. So now you see them and, oh, thank you very much. But inside, they're like, yeah, because you have to be. How did you overcome your insecurities and I your didn't. You didn't? I, no, no. I think the insecurities that you're born with, you have your whole life. All, always? Always. I, you I just learn to manage them? That's it, that's it. You know they're coming. They say, okay, I'm a little nervous. Then you go, go away, go away. Like last night, I'll go onto a stage in Acapulco. There's three, 4,000 people. Now my daughter's going, oh, she's scared, she's scared. What are you thinking? I go, it's nothing. Inside, I'm going, boom, boom, boom. No. I go, I go it's nothing. I said, I go out there. These people are here to see me, and I'm ha happy to see them. And I'm going to attack it, not go, oh, thank you very much. I said, you, you attack, and that's what I do. So in other words, you play games with the head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I told you, either you. But then the head plays games with you, so. Always. Always. Yeah, always. So you, it's a constant it's battle. A, yeah. So you'll have some days where you just feel so sorry for yourself. You so, feel so emotionally weak uh, and unworthy and insecure. And then you got to go, okay, this will pass. This is a moment. Everybody, everybody feels that. I don't of care course, who it yeah. is. Unless you're a sociopath, <laughs> you yeah, have yeah, yeah. no conscience, 
Everyone. I've seen the most beautiful women in the world. I'm very insecure. Oh, you I'm say one thing. And, yeah. Here you go. Um, you lost a little weight. You go. What, what, is it? Is it Do bad? I, I mean, bad? Is it, yeah. uh, where, uh, where? 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 I go. <laughs> and I go. You know, just. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's same thing with guys. I don't care who it is. Everybody has a button. Everyone. It's, you just have to find it. Now, 